Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you one more time on this Thursday to talk to you about sowing and reaping. Father, the entrance of thy words give it light. You give understanding unto the simple. This is going to happen today, Father. Your word is going to break everything that is not like you, everything that is hindering your sons and daughters. The word of the Lord will break it today. For your word is powerful, Lord. Your word is sharper than a two-edged sword. And the job will get done this day. We will bless today, Holy Father, for it is you who is at work within me, doing your will and your good pleasure. Lord, I thank you for what you're about to do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Mark 4 and 14, it says, The sower soweth the word. In the book of Numbers, we had a situation, right? I think it's the 13th chapter of Numbers and the 14th chapter of Numbers. Where God had given the children of Israel the land, the promised land. And they were supposed to go over armed to dispossess the indigenous people, the inhabitants of the land, killed them, and they were supposed to take it over. And the reason the Lord was driving them out, he gave them a list of laws of, of things they should do and things they shouldn't do. And he told them, he said, if they did these things that I, I'm telling you not to do, and that's why I'm kicking them out. Man was going to be his instrument to kick them out. That's how God do it. When he get ready to do something, he used people. So he, so when he told them he gave them the land, Moses sent spies, right? Twelve spies, one representative from every family. Ten of the families had a negative report. Their, their, their leader. And two of the leaders... Had a positive report. Caleb and Joshua. So as you read the story, you'll find out that the report of the majority won. How many know that the majority are not always right? You will see polls in this country sometimes. Well, the majority is wrong. They'll say the majority of the people think this. And they're wrong. Their thoughts is contrary to Scripture. The majority think that. The majority think this. And the majority is wrong a lot of times. And what I want to encourage you to do, don't be labeled with a group of people, whether it be your race or whether it be a political party. Be, be labeled or believe the word. And the majority who was in unbelief who said we cannot conquer these giants. See, they looked over and saw that the people were giants when they went and spied out the land and they said they can't do it. 
and they said they was grasshoppers in their own sight. Then they said they were grasshoppers in their sight. They spoke for themselves and they spoke for their enemies. But God often put the fear and dread of his people upon their enemies. They're scared of you. <clears throat> well, a, a guy worked with me, said something interesting to me about a week or two ago. He said, I don't know why they, why they scared of you downtown. I never knew they were scared of me. <clears throat> that came as revelation to me. <clears throat> I didn't know they were scared of me. Because I, uh, and then uh, one of my other co-workers said, well, it ain't the good people that scared them, it's the ones that do evil. Because I'll rebuke people. I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> if you if you practicing unprecedented evil, I don't just rebuke people just to rebuke them. But if your level of, of evil is unprecedented, I would challenge you on it. Now, I use the word rebuke, but I'm not hollering at them. I'm just saying, hey, man, that stuff you're doing is not right. It's evil. And so, and I'll tell them what they're doing. I said, man, you can't just fire people for no reason. People are sick having surgeries. You don't put in a sick leave. And I challenge that, that wickedness. And so, and I'll tell them, I'll say, you're going to reap what you sow. You might get sick one day and you don't get paid. So, and I guess some of that stuff come to pass, but I just tell them what the word teach. And so the ones that had a evil report, all of them died in the wilderness. They said they was going to die in the wilderness, that uh, they, they couldn't beat the enemies, and they didn't, and they died in the wilderness. But Caleb and Joshua, God preserved them, and they was old men, and they possessed the land with the young bucks. And how did they do that? <clears throat> it's because they refused to believe the report of the majority. They believe the report of the Lord. Let me say that again. They refuse to believe the report of the majority. They believe the report of the Lord. Mark 4 and 14, it says, the sower sowed the word. So Caleb and Joshua only would sow what God said. God said they was, could do it. They said we were well able. How many understand that? Now let me read some more. Verse 15, Mark 4 and 15. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. This is Jesus explaining that parable of the sower. <clears throat> so the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan coming immediately and taking away the word that was sown in their hearts. So they let their physical eye, because they saw people bigger than them, they let their physical eye, they was more concerned about the natural than the spiritual. The spirit, the, God said the words that I speak, they are spirit, they are life. So the spirit said they could beat them, but the natural said they couldn't because they was too big. They was governed by their physical senses. How many understand that? <clears throat> and these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground who when they had heard the word immediately received it with gladness and have no root in themselves and so endure but for a while. So some people, they glad when they hear the word, but they're not rooted in themselves. So they, so it didn't say they didn't do it for a while. 
But listen, after when affliction or persecution arise for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Why? Because when God gives you a word, the enemy is going to try to persecute you. He's going to try to offend you and all this kind of stuff and afflict you. Sometimes you, when you get a word on healing, you might get sick. So see, but you got to endure with that word. Stick with it no matter how it looks. Because the enemy can only attack you in the natural, in your flesh, in your mind, in your physical body, and in your thought life. He try to put a spirit of fear on you. He try to put symptoms on you. But if you endure, the word of God is going to cut that thing to pieces. I don't know how long it takes, but the word is going to eventually win. Then it said, and these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word and the cares of this world and deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word and it becoming unfruitful. So some people, man, they, they get the word, but they just want to do what they want to do. They don't want to please the father. And when you don't want to please the father, the word of God can't really have the maximum amount of effect that it should have in your life. Then it said, and these are they which are sown on good ground such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. So what God is teaching is that a person that studies the word and begin to make the word of God out of confession. David said, I meditate on the word of God day and night that I might not sin against thee. God told Joshua to meditate on the word day and night, then he'll have good success. The word meditate means to say over and over again. I got a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.